Good afternoon, everyone. We are back with our third episode of Candidate Ciceroni Live, and we are going to explore the topic Art Transcending Mediums, Fashion, Interiors, and Art, Fine Arts. We have with us today Devi Bawala. Thank you so much, Devi, Thank for you. agreeing to be a part of uh, Candidate Ciceroni. My pleasure. Uh, talking to you a little bit about her, she is an artist who sculpts, she paints not only on canvas but she also translates it on clothes and even furniture that you kind of see here. She runs an art residency program and a multi-designer studio called Twark Designer Studio. In her earlier stints, she's worked as a visual merchandiser. She's also done work as an fa assistant fashion designer. Uh, her love for visuals got her to explore different mediums and she's been featured at Young, Young Art Biennale in Moscow. She's done a solo show in London, an exhibition in France, Italy, Bhutan, besides other 200 shows across the country. What a, a varied personality we have with us today. And uh, so, since Devi has done work in different mediums, in art, in fashion and interiors, we wanted to explore the topic of uh, how does one transcend these mediums? No? So, Devi, starting with our first question, Jee. can you tell us what kind of attracts you more, fashion or art? I think to be very honest, it would be art. <laughs> but I think the two are so connected that one led me to the other. Okay. So, while Absolutely. I was doing a sculpture at the CN College of Fine Arts, I studied about uh, different civilizations. And when you studied like a piece of pottery that was found and a piece of clay pot or the materials that were found, pieces of brass and everything, and the next thing you studied was the costumes. Right. So the two together holistically gave you a view of what people were like. And these two actually go hand in hand. Yes. So do. when you look back at the Romans, you look back at the Greeks, you want to find out what happened in Mesopotamia. It was always studying about the art and studying about their costumes. So one for me was never very different from the other. Right. But right. overall, I think art gives me more freedom to express myself. So, of the two, I'd say more of an artist than I am, but I like fashion design. Okay, right. okay. So, um, um, in historically, we have right. seen a lot of um, artists who have collaborated with fashion designers. You yes. know, just about yesterday, we were talking on our Instagram page and we were talking to people mm -hmm. that uh, Salvador Dali kind of um, collaborated with Shia Pirelli. Right. You know, and they created the lobster dress out of it and a the crazy, like the shoe hat G and the purse hat that uh, he creates. Mm. How do you think we do that in India? And in Gujarat, hmm. how experimental are we? Um. Any kind of cross-discipline or mixing of uh, mediums does take a little bit of extra work. But sometimes uh, I think they produce brilliant results. Like a musician collaborating with a visual theatre person, again, you know, trying to figure out who does what and come together. So I think designers and artists, eventually when they start having conversations, something good does come out of that. Uh, recently, uh, I've done work with a photographer who's a fashion photographer. Okay. And I'm an artist. So trying to put some art medium and pigment on you know seeing how it works so these projects have been very interesting so i think now we are ready to start more of these works and projects and we should see more of these in the future even here so you think people have become more uh, acceptant to this thing yes yes so i think those state. boundaries are getting diffused a little earlier if you were an artist you were an artist if you were a doctor you were a doctor right. today we have more exposure right. we see and read more and we're willing to take that little bit of an extra risk to see what comes out of it 
what the customers looking at when they come into a store how they're feeling what has to be placed where so being an artist and having a visual sense right. that gave me more of an opportunity to put it in practice otherwise with your artwork you're quite limited you're only in your own studio right. and if you think something looks nice you presume it looks nice but this merchandising job gave me everyday feedback from people and i think as an artist i only grew because of having that kind of feedback every day right and then working as an assistant designer gave me a lot of exposure and skills that were needed learning about technique learning about material learning about cuts learning about styles what works so i think when holistically put again all that together one complements the other okay so um you you kind of work as an artist also Ji. you sculpt and Ji. you paint Ji. and all of it and Ji. you just recently talked about how artists generally kind of work between the months of april to september um and they would want to kind of work only on that art but how is it possible for a fashion designer hmm. because fashion designer has to create uh, four different lines yes creating different hmm. lines hmm. um so as a, as as devi bawala hmm. what would you want to be kind of doing more okay. uh, between creating four lines which gives you Hmm. fame hmm. right now because right. you know you see a lot of consumers wearing your right. apparels and they are kind of going by your trends because you are creating some trends at that point in time hmm. or would you want to kind of work for posterity with generally art is kind of known around it's I, more I stagnant the latter because okay. eventually you just have to be who you are if i don't feel like doing four lines in a season then it's not going to happen or otherwise if it does end up happening it's going to be a compromise somewhere yeah so i think i will just go every day with the flow of what i want to do that particular day if something good comes out of it then it goes to the store if it doesn't it doesn't so i'm okay with less but it has to be true to what you are right so, so how do you go about mm. going from the point of art mm. um and you've also painted furniture can right. you tell me your journey i mean with the viewers mm. how did the artist devi bawala developed and how did she right. transcend through mediums so i think the artist devi bawala started as a 3 year old who would run away to her potter's house <laughs> and there was a piece of clay that the potter would pick up and he'd put it on a potter's wheel and suddenly like it was magic it was taking shape it was a pot and then he was doing something else and he'd make like little money banks and to just see that something could be done out of nothing and that something as clay like what we almost think is worthless and to find it taking shape and then meaning depending on what shape it took on uh, then i started playing with clay and it kind of brought me down to the earth it was a very rooting experience i was otherwise a very hyper child so even my love for animals comes because of that like when i was riding or when i was into sports it it made me calmer it brought a sense of reality or that sense of physical touch was very important to me so actually even my studios are called twak which means a sense of touch and being a potter is what first got me hooked to sculpture in general then i started playing with metal then i started exploring different mediums and then when you have an idea or a concept sometimes it will come out best only in a particular medium like a certain idea will look nice as a drawing a certain idea will look nice as a piece of metal sculpture a certain something will look nice if it has a sound and a projection going on the background with it so over time and experimenting i've learned that you know all of it is all together connected so if i paint 
I do what I do best. So when I do clothes, I'm doing hand-painted clothes. So piece of furniture to me is also something. If I find an old piece of furniture, I repurpose it. And then I look at the piece and my working process is very natural. Like when I look at a piece, I know what I want to do to that piece versus having a drawing in my head and then looking for a furniture piece that goes on. So if I have a piece of canvas, I'll first lay it out somewhere where I can see it. And very often I look at it for a day or two and then I will see something or get an idea and then that's how work happens for me. It's a very organic process. Very organic process. I don't have a sketchbook where I have 40 sketches ready and then I sit out to paint. No, I'm very spontaneous with work that way. Sure. So who inspires you the most? I mean, uh, if you were to kind of name uh, some designer, like in the fashion fraternity, who who do you look up to? And if it was art, Mm. who is it that you get inspired from? Any person or object? Um, As talking about art, I think it's all the minimalists. Kashmir Malavik, Ashley Judd, like they did away with anything that was not required and kept was what was. So with clothes also it's like that, you start with a whole lot and then you kind of finalize it and you know find finesse to what works and do away with the rest. Even with sculpture, you start with more than you need and then you get rid of what you don't and you're left with just what. So when something um, is said, it's easier to say it in... 15 words, more yeah. difficult to say it in two. Correct. So, is so important. Yes. So with that, I think uh, these artists who are the minimalists have really inspired me. In terms of fashion, it's been various experiences and various bits and pieces that I've taken from a lot of people. It be Carl Lagerfeld, Chanel, like the icons, or even like, you know, you take our Indian designers. Everything that I've seen, been exposed to, somewhere has left a mark and then it all comes together. Right. So, right. So, um... Because you you are an individual who has gone through a lot of creative process, right. uh, whether be it of a painter or a sculptor or a right. designer, right. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who mm. go through a lot of dilemma you mm. know, while they are kind of pursuing their careers. Right. And because um, now the decade has changed, of course, this decade is more uh, forgiving to people who are kind of wanting to yes. follow the passion, so yes. to say. Yes. And uh, they are okay dabbling between photography today and then probably taking up styling later on then taking up hmm. Um, hmm. Um, different areas right, right. Uh, but it's very difficult I think as an emotion uh, as an emotion so yes. how does one deal with it and how what would you advise to the people who are going through certain dilemmas like that right. So if I go back to my own experience and those of all the artists that I come across all the young artists running a residential studio offers you the chance to look at anybody who's starting out yeah. and every person is dealing with their own journey somebody is dealing with you know uh, wanting to leave home and go to art school somebody is dealing with oh my in-laws don't accept the fact that I will work 10 hours a day outside on the site these kind of things so in the end you don't do this because you want to you do it because you have to it's part of who you are like artists a lot of people say you're gifted. Hmm. I tell people you're cursed. Like you're going to choose this over every other thing in your life. Yeah. And at times you choose it over people, you choose it over friends, you choose it over family, you choose it over your own well-being sometimes. But you just got to do what you got to do. And when with that passion you work, I mean, then it speaks for itself. Then you're actually also answering the other question, don't follow a lot of structure. Yeah. Then you're not thinking about the commerce. Then you're not thinking about, I'm going to do this, so it's going to do that. That in itself is a contradiction that on a daily basis, like personally, I deal with. And it's nice if you can find a balance, which sometimes I manage to, sometimes I don't. And it's so, okay. And it's okay. And it's all part of the journey. Yeah, yeah. Like some things will be successful, some will not be. Some things will be experimental and lost. Some things that don't work out so well will be the base of something else that works out later. But it's good. Sure. 
So what's your um, take on this whole dialogue that goes in the fraternity between um, plagiarism and originality? Um, mm. in art, in design, and right. in fashion. Right. And what is plagiarism? And okay. what is original? So the term that I've heard a lot of people use is inspired by. Yeah. yeah, so I look at your top and I'm like, it's nice, I'm going to wear a dupatta of the same color as inspired by Falguni, like that. <laughs> but the thing is that it just happens coincidentally sometimes and sometimes it happens because, oh, that's nice, I'm going to go and pick one and wear it. Hmm. There's no way to prove one way or another sometimes. And with the laws that we have in our country, it's very difficult. It has happened to me in the past where I've done something, been very happy with it. It's been a journey. It's taken me four to five to six months to develop something. And somebody sees it and I get the reply like, to you And I know, like, sweetheart, you've not thought of this. It was my work. Hmm nothing you just keep quiet about it and you hope you do enough work so that everybody who looks at that piece thinks of me first yeah so i mean we're unfortunately in a scenario like that but i wish that there were more laws to protect original creative content and plagiarism i think is when you look at something and you pick it up and you use it yeah. but all of us are going to be inspired by things okay. everything okay. is going to influence us you just try and be honest with it and not just take something and use it as it is and give it your name or sometimes if you're going to use something from a particular place I think just give it due credit it's okay to say I liked what she did and I'm doing that because you know she was right and I'm going to do a little more to that eventually they say also fashion is a collection of your scrapbook it is. and styles go back and forth like the bell bottoms will come in then they will shrink then there will be carolines then there will be short skirts then again after a point then it has to go back down so everything is a cycle it's a rotation correct so that correct. but so um, uh, we've been following a lot of things that are happening in the digital world right. and some sometimes somewhere you feel a leaf motif yes um, is a motif yes and anybody can use it right yes so how do people keep shouting uh, foul hmm. on social media yes because that's a new trend I believe like everybody kind of takes a screenshot of something and say hey this is my design hmm. and this has been copied but is there a copyright is there a patent um, that is I've actually there? seen a case where somebody was doing this yeah. took a screenshot of somebody else's something and put it out there and said this is my work copied but her work herself was copied from somewhere else I'd seen the original of that yeah so this also often happens to me when artists will come with their portfolios like because you've seen so much work over so many years, years. 20 years of looking at art exhibitions traveling outside looking at museums so a general pattern of you know who's doing what and then you go to an art fair here and there's somebody else's work which they've copied from somewhere but they're okay with doing that because they think people don't know but yeah. then when somebody copies their work they're screaming about it so I think there's this tend to get attention so you will say that somebody did something and draw attention to the fact that your work stands for something it, it's work I mean in the end you have to let it go you have to let it go you have to let it go and just keep working you also I think you're wasting time fighting for something that you already did where you could be producing more work correct so Correct, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we had seen an initial uh, uh, scene, I'll not kind of mention the brands right now, right. because they, th those two are important brands, but this is some, uh, this is one silver designer uh, known globally, right. and they worked in Bidri Craft, right. and uh, there is this one retailer from India, that right. is a huge retailer, who also produced a similar line, mm. and um, so the the silver retail silver designer kind of took screenshot mm. and uh, sent it across to the entire social media. And of course, they right. have a huge fan following. Right. So everybody kind of started talking about it that this is copied, this is copied, mm. and eventually the the retailer kind of sent a law law notice mm. saying, you know what, it's just a craft. 
and uh, yes. uh, yeah, you can kind of patent any yes, of yes. it, you know. And we have also used just the craft form hmm. in whatever best possible way we could think of. Right. You cannot be famous like that on social media, hmm. you know. So uh, the reason why I brought out this dialogue was in our own fashion fraternity. We keep saying since uh, we are a portal with about seventy-five thousand members and so many uh, designers on our portal, we keep seeing people kind of pointing fingers at, at each, each other. other. Right. You know, most yes. of the time saying, "Hey, this is my." copy hey this is my copy and they really wonder who was the original out of this right no, because right. none can claim that they were original at all so like you're saying if, if it's a craft it's existed for so many years and even that craft has been developed by various people and various generations sometimes so if you're taking that like then i'm just saying you have to give it credit that this is so and so craft we're using and a lot of people are free to use the same craft and sometimes similar ideas will pop up and in these cases really very difficult to tell who's telling the truth and who's not yeah and you must be very often in this dilemma of kind of having to you know No, so I think as, as a portal, I think we realized right. after a period of time yes. watching all these designers yes. in my own career of ten years in right. fashion, right. I have seen so many people's work, and I realized that mm. probably you know what your work was also inspired by yes, like, someone like else. So I don't know why are you crying right. so right. hoarse about saying that this was your mm. design and mm. you created it, mm. and somebody else is copying. You know, copying. eventually I yes. think market economics will work into right. picture. Right. You know, people will buy from whom they find it is affordable. Yes. And for people whom the quality and the status ma- matter, mm. they will go to the one who is probably the original one. So that's the beauty of this. It's a free market. Everybody is free to choose to you know kind, of, and that's where media and a portal like this also comes in. Like people know today, they can look at stuff. They know when the exhibitions are happening. They know what's to offer this weekend. They know who's doing what. So I mean, yeah, and then yeah. the c- consumer decides. Yes. Yeah. So so that's an yeah. interesting development that we've had. Right. So um, do we have any questions? Thank you. Okay. So, okay, we have so many questions for you. Um, are there any particular art and fashion trends that people follow in India today? A very large and a very vague question that is. Um, but specifically, if I could go to like, there's a lot of trend now towards uh, natural dyes. organic fabrics yes. cottons the world is today taking notice of what india has to offer yes. and it's a great thing even in terms of our prints we have our tribal prints like if you see even now we have embroidered dupattas with madhubani work on it yes. so art fashion design like it's all coming together beautifully and india now has a very strong voice in terms of fashion that's that's fantastic because so, the world biennale also is going to start and khadi right. biennale is going to happen august or september I'm not sure this about the dates. So, yeah, very nice. The bar itself. Right. It is going to be an interesting development in the craft sector for sure. Mm. Um, okay, so I think you've already answered this, but mm. which artist has been your inspiration? Yeah, the minimalists, a group of minimalists. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is your most favorite work that you've done till day? My most favorite work which I've done till day. Or um, is it still in the making? It's always being done. <laughs> it's always the next one. <laughs> <laughs> no but there are a few which are my favorites i think there are a couple of works which have given me a very strong reaction from people where you've had an idea you've stripped it of everything else you've just made a you know dot and a line on a canvas and somebody sees exactly what you were thinking when you did that so the relationships i've developed through my work are very strong ones when somebody gets your work and my work is my life every experience i've had every emotion i've felt everything that is what my work is and when somebody understands that they understand you sure so I do have a lot of subjects. What's your take on art in fashion? Art in fashion. Yeah. 
like now mm -hmm. i think in last two three years we've seen a lot of designers using uh, in india personally yes. i mean yes. internationally of course a lot of people have been collaborating and mm -hmm. doing a lot of inspirational work mm -hmm. but in india what do you see the art and fashion scene i see them having more collaborations i see them coming closer i see more of work i mean even hand painted work i started about a year ago my label uh, there are other designers that i've seen also who are painting now you have children's clothing coming up with hand painted stuff the a lot of art is today like just seeping into the fashion world and i think the two of them are going to be inseparable in the future I think it's also a good way to incorporate into your daily life, you yes. know, art in your daily yes. life because uh, getting an artwork priced at thirty, forty thousand, right, and a fashion right. uh, sari or right. a dupatta hand painted yes. is more economical and it can easily come into your daily life. Right. Um, what was the first piece of art that you ever created? A first piece of art, I think, would have been when I was in school. Um, I was in a boarding school, so I painted a crying girl and sent it to my father because I wanted him to come and get <laughs> the oil painting. I started. <laughs> there was an emotional like, emotional blackmail right there. <laughs> That's very very interesting. Right. Devi, it yeah. has been such a such a pleasure talking okay. with you and okay. knowing about uh, the art world. We have one more question. Okay. I'd love to answer. So see, the art is emotional, creative expression. <laughs> So, yeah. how has the digital technology transformed art? Mm -hmm. Which one do you prefer more, traditional or digital? Uh, personally, me traditional. Uh, the digital, I don't understand so much, but that's just me. I mean, everybody else is kind of using more and more of that as well. But because I'm a sculptor, I like working with my hands. I like picking up a hammer, banging a sheet of metal, turning it into something, putting it over a flame, finding it, you know, soften and then bending it again. So I like that hands-on work, but that's me. My work is more like that. Correct. Right. Like how we spoke uh, earlier, the, okay. the newer mediums have developed quite right. a lot. Right. 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 Like people are exploring a lot into graphics also, yes. into yes. mixed media, probably photography. Yes. And mixing it with words and all yes. of it. So of late, one or two projects that I have done have been a piece of sculpture or work which has done like that, but I've incorporated some other element where there's probably a lighting and a sound file that goes along with the work to kind of create a larger ambience where an installation is put up. So you can actually merge the two together, but my knowledge of digital world is a little limited. So I do as much as I'm comfortable with. Which is okay. Right. <laughs> so thank you pleasure. very much. Thank it's you been very a pleasure much, speaking Sadie. to you. And right. thank you very much everyone for uh, watching us this show the third time in a row. We will be back again next week, same time, Wednesday, 2.30 p.m. with uh, our new guest. Stay tuned to know whom I'll be bringing for the next week. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>